Hi there. My name is Dr. Pragenta, and I'm the host of the Dr. Nurse Podcast. I'm an advanced nurse practitioner, and I want to be your guide into the world of nursing professions. This podcast is a platform for nurses to share their journeys as they made their way in the diverse field of nursing as either entrepreneurs, academia, private practice, or even the corporate world. I think we should celebrate just how diverse the field of nursing is through mentoring one another with the stories of our career journeys. Nothing is too mundane because each journey is unique. This podcast will showcase career options to encourage nurses to view their degrees with a business mindset. After all, we work in the healthcare business. And ultimately, I hope I might inspire you to make a change if you're looking for something different. I am motivated to see you live your best nursing life, and that looks different for everyone. Thanks for joining me on today's podcast, and let's get started with today's guest. Hey guys, so on today's episode, we're going to be hearing from Ann Brown. She is a medical oncology nurse, and she's had practice in the game for about 15 years. As the chronic stresses of life, her own health problems, and her career in nursing were taking a toll on her mental and physical well-being, she decided to take a more holistic and natural approach to her life overall. And part of that was transitioning into the transformational health coach that she is today. She is passionate about working with exhausted healthcare professionals that are struggling with feeling overwhelmed with the challenges and the burnout that can occur in their nursing careers. She is wanting to help them build resilience by taking ownership of their well-being through the balance of work and life and self-care. Guys, take a listen to Anne's journey. Hi, Anne. Welcome to the Dr. Nurse Podcast. So happy to have you on today. Well, thank you. It's glad to be here. All right. So let's dive in. So what is your current role and job title? I am a inpatient nurse. I actually am medical surgical certified and chemo certified as well. I've been at the job I'm at now uh, almost 16 years. A couple weeks will be 16 years. Started out as a PCT and then moved right into the nurse role. What is PCT? Mean? Patient care technician. Gotcha. Like every there. facility, yeah, I guess every facility probably has different verbiage for that. Gotcha. So that's what you do currently. You're a certified medical surgical nurse and oncology yes. nurse. That's pretty cool. So tell me a little bit about what your side hustle is. Yes, my my new new and improving myself side hustle. I am newly certified as a health and life coach to to hopefully help people along their health journey specifically nurses that are dealing with stress and burnout, help them heal their own bodies and their own selves so that they can help heal others. Gotcha. So tell me a little bit more about your journey to where you are now. I kind of started all through elementary school and high school. I actually wanted to be a veterinarian. And I'm like, yes, I want to work with animals. Let's do this. A job shadowed. went, oh, maybe I don't want to do that. So <laughs> I went to, to college, got a biology degree, thinking I actually would go on to medical school and do pediatrics. Did not do well on the MCATs. So I kind of transitioned into nursing which I'm glad I did. I don't know why I really thought I wanted to be a doctor now that I see what they do. Not not really for me. But yeah, transitioned into the a nursing program. Edinburgh, which is a local college, actually has an innovative program. So it is a 15-month intense program where you just do strictly nursing. It's for those who already have a degree. And that is intense. So you think of 
of normal four-year program, you have a whole semester in med surge. Or we had 10 days in each element. So 10 days in med surge, 10 days, you know, in mental health. So pretty intense. And then, as I said, it's just strictly nursing. But I graduated in 15 months with, a, you know, my BSN with a Bachelor of Science in nursing. And then from there? And then from there, you know, I've been working on the same floor, medical surgical oncology floor for the last six, 16 years as a nurse. And then realizing that I've been having stress issues at work. You know, nursing is not stressful, right? But acute <laughs> on chronic stress there. And there's a couple things that happened and added to my stress levels, ended up having some health issues, getting a newer diagnosis of an autoimmune disorder, and then some other things that go with that. But realizing that I had to make a change for myself, like I had to get this stress under control. I had to start eating healthier, taking time for myself, getting the sleep that I need. And through that journey, kind of have discovered more of that holistic side of health um, and wellness. And then that led to kind of stumbling across the health and life coach program and perfect fit for me now. Awesome. So tell me, what does this transformational health coaching, what exactly would that serve? What would be the service that you would be offering to anyone coming to, to talk to you? So it would start out with us kind of just having a conversation of what, what's your outcome? The health side of, of it would potentially be, you know, helping to decrease their stress with weight loss. Specifically for me, I am trying to work with nurses that are dealing with burnout and stress, or there's the life coach side of it, which is more relationships, or it could be money or finances. But I help you figure out what that outcome is, and then I hold a space for you so that you can get to that specific outcome. I allow you to, to stretch, and we do some habit changes and belief changes kind of see what's keeping you where you are. Why are you stuck? Most of us know what we need to do. Like, you know how to get healthy. You know, you should eat healthier or do this and exercise, but sometimes you need someone to keep you accountable. And that's where the health coach kind of comes in. We kind of hold that space for you and allow you to see yourself already with that outcome that you desire. And then we help you do those small little steps so we can get you there. And in your journey to the current role that you have now, what has been one of the biggest successes that you've had? So I think the biggest you know, success has been me transforming myself. I started out kind of 180 from where I am right now, eating you know, all the processed foods, not sleeping well, letting stress get the better of me. So transforming my own life so that I have actual sleep habits. I have a set schedule. I'm an adult with a bedtime and it, works. <laughs> it actually works. But whole food, nutrient-dense whole foods, actually with my autoimmune disease, I do follow a bit of an elimination diet, but figured out what worked well for me. And then actually doing meditation and finding ways to decrease my stress and moving kind of forward with that. So transforming and realizing what was underlying some of my issues. And I'm a recovering perfectionist and I'm okay <laughs> with that. So learning to kind of let some things go and, and why do I keep a hold of some of the things that were stressing me out so much? I think one of the things whenever you think about perfectionism that's just really damaging is that it's impossible to do, right? We're human right. and we're yeah. fallible oh. and we're all going to make mistakes. Mistakes. I think a different shift perspective with just thinking of, I'm going to just do an excellent job. 
And so when you look at it from that lens, it feels less like a taskmaster than when you feel like I have to be perfect. If I have to be excellent, that just means I'm doing the best that I can. And that shift in your perspective really takes the load off your back. And you're like, oh, I can breathe. I can, I have room. I can just do the best that I can and know that I'm doing an excellent job, but I don't have to be perfect. And I think that's true in nursing. And I think that goes back to another episode I had talked about. The culture of nursing is so hell-bent on perfectionism that whenever you make a mistake, it is like the end-all be-all. A whole report gets written about it. You have to explain yourself. And there should be a lot more wiggle room in nursing for people to go, I made a mistake and own up to it. If you're owning up to your mistakes and you're saying, hey, listen, I need help here. Like, this is what happened. Or there was a systems failure, meaning that the, there aren't systems in place to protect nurses from error, then putting us under the yoke of perfectionism is unfair. And it's just not, it's not something that a human can bear. I remember it in my nursing career, but I also can just hear it in your voice of just like, this is just so heavy. I can't carry this mm-hmm. anymore. Like, and it's amazing that nurses are so close to being perfect because it literally is just one decimal error away from a mistake, you know, and you could hurt someone. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah for sure. I'd say a normal job, but if you work like a, an, another service job or, you know, you're a waiter, you mess up an order, the customer's mad. I mess up, someone could die. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. And it's a different stressor, right? Like people right. sit on the phone and they do customer service and they might direct you to the page or they might direct you to this link and like our job it's life or death that's kind of the decisions that we're making sometimes and so and and also I'd like to speak to a little bit about burnout that you've described and just in your own career and with working on the floor and how have you found that these these things that you've done the meditation the eating the sleeping I think for a while I I don't think I realized I was headed in that direction it kind of snuck up on me until I had like my my health issue where I pretty much almost passed out at work because I wasn't sleeping I wasn't drinking enough fluids so the health issues was this the slap in the face to realize that I needed to change a lot and and the fact that the culture says hey just keep going like oh you didn't get a lunch break oh you haven't went to the bathroom all day that's okay just keep going that's the nursing culture and it's hard that's a hard thing to kind of live up to I think the last year when we're all superheroes and the superheroes are bowing to nurses yes I'm proud to be a nurse but I don't want to be a superhero I want to be a human that has the ability to, to step back and to realize that it's okay for me to not be okay and that I can take the time for me and actually do some self-care so the fact that I would come home and stress eat half a jar of almond butter every night or come home and eat half a thing of M&Ms, realize that that's not obviously healthy and that I need to deal with the stressors that I was coming home with. So I come home, I take deep breaths as soon as I walk out of the hospital, I take deep breaths as I'm walking in. If I'm getting a patient's vitals, I use the power of the breath to kind of help relax me, make sure I get real meals. I take a real lunch and I actually take a snack break at supper time when I work 12 hours, I make sure that 
I take care of me and that's a non-negotiable. I can't do well to my for my patients if I'm not taking care of myself as well. And then the sleep, I said earlier, I'm adult with the bedtime. If I can get myself set up to potentially get the eight hours of sleep, then, I, then I'm actually healthier and doing better that way. I think that what you just said is so poignant and fantastically to the point of we can't keep missing lunches and Mm -hmm. not going to the bathroom and that you don't want to be a superhero because you're human. And I've never really thought of that feeling and that perspective because this year has been quote unquote the year of the nurse, right? Mm -hmm. But are we taking a look and, and just looking at how the culture and the work is affecting the nurses? And I really appreciate your boldness and your courage to just be honest about where you are and how you want to see this whole thing change and how hopefully this heal thyself health coaching business that you're starting is going to start to change that for nurses because I think you need those reminders and like you said the accountability that you can provide to other nurses is going to be huge for our own mental well-being and our health because you know that stress is definitely linked to cancer, obesity, and a slew of other health issues that we are bringing on ourselves, caring for others. And sometimes you have to put the oxygen mask on yourself first before you can put the oxygen mask on others, right? They tell you that when you're on an airplane. So could you tell me one of your biggest challenges that you've had to overcome in your career? One of the biggest challenges has been for me to realize that I don't have to, to be the perfect person every day for every person. Like it's hard sometimes when you feel like you're not doing the best you can. Like you're just, here's your pills, bye, and run away from the patients. That I just need to focus on what's in front of me and give my full attention to the patients that I'm, that I'm with. I live, work on a floor where I could have four to seven patients, depending if it's, you know, day shift, night shift. Did four to seven? Yes. Wow. In the IU, the step-down unit, we are four, only four IU patients. If the other half of my floor is a regular med surge floor and we have day shifts, obviously staffing's an issue. So day shift, most days we have six patients, night shifts, almost consistently we have seven. Sometimes there's been eight patients. So that's a lot. So it's hard to, to that's focus. That's insane. That's, I've never, when I worked as oh, a nurse, the most I ever had was five. Like, and I remember yeah. you run all night. My dogs would yeah. be barking when I would come. Yes. <laughs> and that's on quite a few sites for nurses. That's been, unfortunately, that's the new norm. Like that's what it is expected of us. And we're short, we're short staffed. We're going to probably always be short staffed. And it's not really fair to me. It's not really fair to the patients you know, me as in, it's not fair to us, the staff, but it's a reality and that's contributing to burnout. That's contributing to all of our struggles. I try to stay focused, be mindful, part of my practice, being mindful of what's right in front of me. So try not to get distracted by the fact that I have six other patients I need to pass meds on. If you need me, let me focus on you, the patient, whatever you Mm -hmm. need, kind of 
my task with you so I can feel okay to move on to the next person. But it's hard when someone comes and gets you. So-and-so needs their pain meds. This one needs that. I have, and it's like, okay, prioritize. Yeah, which is what we learn in nursing school, right? Like ABC, start. Is anybody not breathing? Cool. They're not breathing. Their airway is blocked. (laughs) Yes. Who do I need to start with? Oh my gosh, you are incredible. Thank you, Anne, for sharing that. And I remember those same challenges when I was a nurse. So you are not abnormal. You are not alone. It can be really hard. And then you put on top of that, like a bully culture or a non-supportive boss on top of the job. And you're just like, I can't do this work. Like this is tough. So anybody, do you have any mentors, anyone that's kind of come alongside you during your whole career? And I know you've been, you've been a med surge oncology nurse for how long now? 16. 16 years. That's, that's been your only role this entire time. Okay. In nursing. There's been quite a few. I have the best floor. I'm sure everyone says this, but I legit have the best floor to work on for teamwork. No one ever drowns by themselves. We're all in it together and we work really well together. But yeah, I've got some of us senior nurses that have been there the 15 plus years. I've actually have a nurse on my floor that's been there longer than I've been alive. Oh my gosh, that's incredible. (laughs) He's been a nurse three months prior to me being born. So I think that's fun. But so yeah, and I'm always, I actually pick their brains every once in a while. Like, how do you keep up with this? How do you, you know, but of course, nursing has changed. Everything has changed throughout the years and it will continue to be that way. I've had some really great nurses that have kind of showed me the ropes, obviously nursing skills, but also the power of needing to take care of yourself on top of that. Yeah. All righty. So do you have any advice for a new nurse who's starting off in her career? She's at the beginning of her journey. She's just got out of nursing school and she's standing there with her diploma in her hands. And she's like, what do I do? I'm being offered a job and I'm on a med surge floor. No, I'm just kidding. But like, what does she do with her newfound degree? Yeah. So that's the best part about nursing. You can do, you can do anything you want in nursing, but I will say inpatient med surge because that's what I know. Know that it is, there's going to be challenges. You will be able to get what you need to get done for that day. And that's one of my huge affirmations. Today, I can do what needs to be done for the patients and for myself. Like I have enough time to do what they need and what I need. So you got to make sure you put and I need. So make sure you take that time for you. Get your lunch. Use the delegation. Use the team around you so that you get a lunch. You get your drinks in. You get hydrated. You get that time if you need to walk away. If you just need a break, you get that time and take that time. Don't think you have to keep going through. And it's okay to not be okay. If you are struggling, reach out to someone. That was something I should have done probably 16 years ago, but at least probably 10 years ago, when looking back, hindsight, yeah, I struggled a little bit here with this. I used to take a sandwich to lunch for lunch every day because I did not get a lunch for the first year I worked and I'd eat it on the way home. I left, I honestly left for the first six months. By the time I got to the parking lot, I was crying. I was that stressed out from everything. So you're not alone with that, but make sure you reach out if you do need help, if you're struggling more than you think you 
you should be and do stuff for yourself when you're not at work. That's the biggest thing. Like don't take work home with you. Find ways to actually complete your day. A great one is coming home. And when I take off my uniform, I honestly visualize like the whole day coming off with me. Like if you come home and, and you shower, like wash your day away. There it goes down the drain. Day went and you completed it. You need to, if you have stressors in your life, you need to actually like complete the stress, like go through the process. Another big one too, is to take the time to grieve. We lose patients. We have patients that code and they move on and you don't really know what happens. Take that time. I've realized going through my coaching program that I have never grieved any of the patients I've lost throughout the years. Like I've never, I just, you know what I'm saying? I shoved it down. And that's something as a nursing culture, we're kind of taught to shove it down. It sits in there and eventually it comes out and it comes out and it's ugly. When you have health issues, it comes out in different ways, I guess I should say. But that's a huge thing with our culture is, and you kind of have to, if you have a patient that, you know, codes and dies, you have how many other patients that need you? You have like 30 seconds to get your stuff together and move on to the next patient. Sometimes you don't have that time to debrief and to kind of work through it in that moment, but make sure you take that time at some point to kind of debrief and go through all that. Yeah. Thank you for saying that because I don't think that I ever got any form of grief counseling as a nurse, Mm -hmm. especially I was, I shared earlier on on an earlier podcast that I was an oncology nurse as well for about three years. And I remember being 21 years old and a new nurse and experiencing death and Mm -hmm. dying and sickness and feeling very overwhelmed emotionally. And what you just said is so true. Like spending that time to grieve. I mean, I would have patients that were my same age that were coming in and they were sick and we would just be hanging out like friends. I mean, we were just, we were the same age and you get connected to these people. You get invited into their families. That was a big thing that I would be with a family for three days or seven days because I work seven on seven off and I would be working and I would spend seven days with a patient. I mean, a week with one patient that's in the hospital and I would get close to their family. They would request me back. I want Sandra as our nurse. And as much as you would like, you want to go and like be there for them. You're also like, I'm getting attached to your family, to what you're going through. And then if, you know, as the process goes on, there's this grieving that you have to do if they leave and they're okay, or they leave and they're not okay. Like there's just this, it's an incredibly difficult floor to work on emotionally, I felt like, especially if you're just shoving the emotions down, which is, you're right. You have, in your case, six other patients that are relying Mm -hmm. on you to care for them when the patient that you've cared for for a month isn't doing so well anymore. And yeah, that is just, that is incredibly weighty, but thank you for for sharing that. And I think it's so true what you've said. These are all amazing and good points for a new nurse to be thinking about when they are going into their careers and just having the, finding the space to feel like you can do that in is really important. Alrighty. So for the rapid fire portion of our podcast today, the first question is, tell me about a book you're reading right now. Oh, I'm in the middle of like four. Give me your favorite. It is called Simple Graces. It's 
little mini stories, I guess you could say, about finding the gratitude in the simple things is kind of what the, the theme of that is. Gotcha. Do you go to nursing conferences every year? I do not. Like prior to COVID. To COVID probably... yeah, I've been to maybe two in my career. Okay. I've actually I've been to one. What was that? <laughs> that was early on. They that was early on. What are you watching on Netflix? Not a TV watcher. I actually oh, do no. not have cable. I do not. I have Disney Plus. I got. I had COVID in December and I got Disney Plus. I haven't watched it in a month. I like <laughs> totally binge every once in a while. The only series I've ever watched every episode was Bones. But... That's throwback. Yeah. That's like what, 2000s? I don't remember when I that show so. was. But yeah. yeah it's like throughout my whole lifetime, I get into a show and then I'm like, no, nah, I don't like this. Oh, man, <laughs> you're better than me. I'm such a binger. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast today and, and sharing about your journey and your current new side hustle towards health coaching. And do you want to do a shameless plug, like what your business is going to be? And yeah, my business name is Heal Thyself Transformational Coaching. I have a Facebook business page and then there is an actual Facebook group page that's the same name, Heal Thyself Transformational Coaching, where I give Food for Thought Fridays, where there's tips on how to kind of live a healthier life. And then the sister page is for nurses, Nurses Stress Rx. And that's where I do strategy Saturdays. And those are Saturday sessions where I give tips on how to kind of navigate the challenges of nursing. That's great. So check those out for those of you listening and find some resources. And depending on what your needs are, those are going to be great resources for the nursing community. So thank you, Anne, for coming on today. And everybody, thanks for listening. We are at the end of our time together. I really enjoyed the chat. Please be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode and leave us a review if you like the show. I would love to get five stars. The Dr. Nurse Podcast is on Instagram, so please follow us there for any updates on new podcasts and inspirational information to help you on your own journey. You can always message me at the Dr. Nurse Podcast at gmail.com with any career information or professions that you're interested in hearing about. And as always, thanks for listening. I want to thank my biggest fan supporter on Patreon, Kevin Pryor, for your support of this podcast. If you love this podcast and want to throw some support my way, I would greatly appreciate it. My link is in the show notes. And just a reminder, the information in this podcast is for educational purposes only, and the information should not be used in substitute for professional care by a medical provider. The information in this podcast does not represent medical or other professional advice or services. 